What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Life's a Garden. It's a brand new year, and we're kicking it off with a returning guest. He's appeared on the podcast once before as a solo guest, and again in the 100th episode, which featured our band, Cutthroat. He's the lead guitar player in the band, and I imagine, like that episode, we might be playing some music on this one again. You can actually check us out live this Saturday, January 7th, at Craft Local. Show starts at 7 o'clock. We'll see you down there. Now let's get into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Andrew Miller. Hey, Happy New Year's, man. Happy New Year's, dude. First guest of the year. <laughs> right off. Makes me feel good. Yeah, hell yeah, man. We got, and, oh, I might as well just ask this right off the bat. You ready to be on stage again? Well, duh. Dude. It's been forever. It's been way longer than I thought. I know. September. I know. It's it's weird, man. Not uh, Not getting out there as much as we're used to and. Right. Well, but and we'll come back this year and hit them hard, you know. Well, yeah, and that's good motivation to yeah. to make that many more shows because mm-hmm. it felt like we had more for some reason. No, but it was just a few, just a small handful this year. This year is weird. It man. was weird. I mean, we got more material wrote at least, but yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too. Yeah. So for anybody who might be coming to the show, mm-hmm. stay tuned for some new material. That's right. Some in which, honestly, I think is some of our best. Yes, personally. absolutely. This new one that we've been working on, man, that is going to be good. Yeah. There's new vibes that we're throwing out there that we've never done before. Which is always fun. Is, yeah, I think I think everybody's going to really like it. Yeah, treading different waters mm-hmm. and just trying new techniques and trying yeah. new stuff out. And yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's honestly, I mean, I'm a prisoner of the moment, of course, but it's mm-hmm. honestly one of my favorite songs we have. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. And it's coming along real tight, so... That should be fun to to play live and to see the uh, the reaction. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I look forward to the most is, is the reaction from our, our fans and mm-hmm. newcomers. Maybe yeah, no. I every time newcomers, anytime we we debut anything kind of new or you know even if it's a two shows new type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. any, anytime we can get people to come up to us after shows and be like, oh, I like that new one. I'm yeah, like, yeah, cool. That's why we do it. Yeah, well, it's just like. It confirms that you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, so excited to get back on stage. I've been itching for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, when we got those new shirts coming too, right? Uh, yeah, and hopefully they'll be there. Them. Hopefully we'll have them for this show. Nice. If not, definitely the next show. But yeah. I would hope it'd be this show, honestly. Because mm-hmm. everybody, it's people are pretty stoked about it. Mm-hmm. I've had a few people be like, "I need, like, I want one of those." Yeah, yeah. When they saw the new design. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to have, I'm excited to have my own, honestly. Me too. So. It's pretty rad. Oh, hell yeah. Um, God, what was I going to tell you? Uh, just sticking to the band topic. Uh, nope, I just lost what I was going to say. And that happens frequently, so. 
Um, well, the last time you were on the show, we had the whole band on. That's right. So that was. I don't remember what that was for. Was it Halloween or what was it? For this one? Yeah. No, it's for the hundredth special. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I remember now. Which ended up being the highest viewed episode of all time. Really? Yeah, <laughs> over five hundred views. Which That's is pretty cool. It was pretty epic. I was pretty yeah. happy about that, man. A lot went into that. Right. Now, what I wanted to ask on that show, and I failed. Oop. Damn equipment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to ask on that episode, and I failed to do, was I wanted to ask each member to, in their opinion, describe the other members or what, like, where. And of course, you're going to be the first, the yeah, first one to get to answer this. Um, so, not describe them, but like more so their how you think their role in the band, or or like here, here's just my example, okay? Aaron's the wild one. Oh, yeah. Like if that if that helps give you some kind of an example here, I'm going to adjust this again real quick. It might make a popping noise. Yeah. I felt like it was. Fuzzing. Yeah, no, it was. I could hear it too. But it sounds like it's. Gone, uh, but so. no, you're you're definitely right. Aaron is the wild one, and I, I do like his. Uh, I don't. I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, <laughs> and I can appreciate that for yeah. sure. I think he might take it to some extreme level sometimes. Yes, he does. Like, <laughs> right now, he seems like he's just on a tear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he makes me. He worries me sometimes. Yep. But I mean, it's nothing that he's not used to. I suppose or right. been. Been around been before, through, yeah. yeah. But even still, mm-hmm. yeah, he's 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 the only one in the band that I feel like I have to really keep a close eye on just to make mm-hmm. sure he's absolutely <laughs> <laughs> just behaving. Yes, yes. And what's funny is he surprises me a lot with the shows. Like he shows up ready to go. Yep. It's and then after Every the show, he does. after the show, he's kind of off the rails. But it's like you know what? Have at it. Like absolutely. The the job is done. Go have fun. Yep, yep. Go celebrate now. Just don't go to jail. <laughs> yes. Do not do that. <laughs> so, yeah, Aaron's the wild one. Mm-hmm. Lucas? Lucas is... I'm not sure how I'm trying to put this here, but he is... Uh, he's like the musical genius, man, in, in my opinion. I've, I've known Lucas for a long time. And, you know, I've even played drums with him mm-hmm. way back when, too. I, I mean, jammed with him, I should say. But that was before I even knew what the hell I was doing. And uh, he would play the drums, he'd play the guitar, he'd write songs all by himself, you know, keyboard, it didn't matter. Definitely very versatile. Very versatile. And he, he's quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, he definitely understands what it takes to write a song. Yep. And, like, what works and what doesn't he's very quick to offer his opinion which i love yeah because it's usually not wrong no no he, it's he's not. got a good ear for it mm-hmm. he's like the conductor yeah and, and and justin does too true yeah you know he's uh he still baffles me you know when i listen to him play you know, how quick he can come up with a rhythm man yeah it's crazy yeah he definitely has a talent for that and to just like to come up with New riffs just on the spot, mm-hmm. and then he's very quick to to um, f- learn. Like you yes. play something, he can he can figure it out yeah. real quick. And I think that's why he gets so frustrated with Aaron. Yeah, it's not that Aaron can't get it; it's just 
a, you know, it's slower. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Like, not everybody learns at the same pace. No. Especially when it's something you didn't write. Mm-hmm. Justin just has a knack for picking it up real yes, quick. Yes, it's it, Like you said, it's baffling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would describe Lucas as the... I guess I don't... I, I'm trying to think of the word for it. The composed composer. It's a good way to put it. Because yeah. he, he seems like he's always pretty chill and pretty... Yeah. He keeps his composure pretty pretty well. Where Justin kind of is a little bit more erratic. Yeah, because I was going to throw that out there, too. That he's also, in a way, he's kind of like the wild one. But, he, but he's he's responsible. I think he's the, he's the silly one. Yeah, there we go. That's a better way to put it, rather than wild. Because he... Uh... <laughs> well, we I mean, we jam with him every week. He, right. he gets really into it about halfway through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that he's bouncing around everywhere. Very animated. <laughs> but also very much like a backbone. Yes. Like very crucial to everybody is so important to the to the songs. Musically, mm-hmm. musically Aaron's like he's a little bit of the spice and the flavor on top of everything mm-hmm. like Yeah, he adds that extra punch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to each song cuz it's very noticeable when he doesn't show up. If he's got something going on, he can't make it to practice or, or hell anybody. Oh yeah, no every everybody definitely has their part for mm-hmm. sure. I mean you, me, and Lucas haven't missed. Well, I mean, if Lucas misses, everybody misses. Yeah, everybody so, misses, which is obvious. And then I don't think you guys ever really played without me. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, twice. I, I think each time it was maybe after we had just played a show and you had something going on for the week, and that was it. Otherwise, right. Well, and then you missed that big time in there in the middle. Yeah, during the COVID sesh, yeah. But even still, like, that was kind of almost before... That, well, that was before we really even hit. Before we took off. Yeah. yeah. So since since our first show, you've missed maybe just a handful. Mm-hmm. But it is noticeable, like, obviously. Yeah. You start a lot of our songs. When Justin or you wasn't there, then the other one has to kind of, like, pick it up mm-hmm. from the other. Yes. And it's... It, Justin... Everybody says the same thing about everybody. But, I mean, everybody does this this little thing... That everybody's waiting for that they they picked up on for their timing. Yep, yep. Make sure that they're you know they got their shit together. Oh yeah, no, I I have that for everybody. Yep. Every and every song, I'm like, I'm either sometimes I'm following Lucas, which is what I should follow. Mm-hmm. I always have a little bit of Lucas to follow just because he keeps the tempo. Yeah. And the count. Mm-hmm. But I'm always listening for little cues from either the yeah. guitar or the bass or whoever. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Now, me. <laughs> well, you're like the uh, the philosopher. Okay. So put it because you always you always look for uh, ways for people to make different meanings out of this one particular set of lyrics that you make. So there's a little bit of something for everybody to pick up on and come up with their own. Sure. Yeah. No, I've always that. tried to write. Well, it's not even so much I look to like I I try to do that you know i'm not like going forth with that intention mm-hmm. it just kind of becomes that yeah which yeah. is cool like i'm glad that i just have that but like i said i don't really necess- necessarily try sometimes i do like if i know it's going that way then i'm like okay i'm gonna make this a double meaning right or i'm gonna make it a, a just an open-ended meaning right 
but it's it's cool though how you do that and it, it just i always looked up to that i can't write music like that that's why i play guitar well i mean <laughs> i can make noise we all have our freaking talents man all right and then how would you describe yourself and then i'll and then i'll uh me uh maybe too serious at times <laughs> just in my composure but oh okay i i could kind of yeah, see yeah. but you know what I don't mind that. Like, is, are you talking about just like on stage and stuff? Yeah, they're practice. I'm not near as bouncy as as Justin is, or what have you. I'm trying not to, you know, I'm not. I'm trying You're not to focused. miss my timing. You're focused. focused. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I would rather you be a statue and get your parts right, right, than be jumping around and be like missing and stuff. bad notes and or just get distracted like, like crap. See, I I kind of have to jump around and be like performative be- oh, yeah. at least on stage because it's like you know I'm trying to put on a show yeah but it's a double neg it's or not double negative but it's a uh, double ended sword because mm-hmm. one time you know I'm I got the show aspect going on but then it gets distracting sometimes and that's when mm-hmm. I forget lyrics and stuff yeah. or I'll be like focused on something out in the crowd usually when I'm talking to the crowd or I'm like doing interactive stuff mm-hmm. i'm looking at nobody i'm just looking off into like the horizon mm-hmm. of heads so i don't get distracted <laughs> yeah, in what i'm yeah, doing fixate <laughs> right and even when i'm singing and looking into the crowd i'm not looking at anybody's face mm-hmm. the only time i will maybe is if it's between lyrics or between like me singing mm-hmm. i might catch a because it is cool to see reactions in the crowd mm-hmm. and i like that feeling but it does get distracting, and you know me. I'm I'm very easily distracted, and if mm-hmm. I if my me memory too. goes elsewhere, I mean, we just saw it at the beginning of this episode. I totally spaced on what I was going to say, just because my mind blipped somewhere else for <laughs> a half a second. Yes, yes, squirrel brain for sure. <sighs> but I would describe you as I would just like I guess as far as demeanor wise on stage and stuff, maybe yeah. But I, I focused. I, I would use the word focused, which is good. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. But in in the music side of things, I would say you're like it's hard. I would say I was gonna say the cherry on the top, but that doesn't describe it well enough because you're so integral in in a lot of our like main uh, riffs and stuff, like like the main stuff. That that extra melody to add to your vocals. Yeah, I would just say the the. Not flashy, because that makes you sound arrogant. Technical. There we go. I'll go with that. Like, technically sound and efficient. Very efficient. Like, in the... in Nothing is... It's... it's I wouldn't say flawless, because you don't want to... No, I'm not perfect. But the execution is there. Very tight execution. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I will say this, too. You come up with some fucking killer riffs thank you like the amount of times you've just been like doodling around and justin's like what is that and you're like well something i was just come up with he's like what the fuck (laughs) like why haven't we been playing that (laughs) no more secret songs (laughs) that's how that's how a lot of our songs came to be i know i'm almost certain that's how killing ghosts came to be yeah that is exactly how killing ghosts came to be and uh god i can't remember which other one but there's there's a few of them that came to be just like that uh go ahead 
Dying Light was like that. Yeah, I'm pretty Dying, sure. Dying Light was like that. So it was Heaven's Gates and mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what other ones I was really involved with. We had we've had I, guess a f- I was involved in most of them, but I mean, we've had a few that we played around with and it just didn't mm-hmm. happen yet. I mean, there's yeah. still time to do them, of course. Well, the Divine Intervention was one. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I'm sure if I sit and think about this, I could probably spout off a few more, but yeah. All That's Left? Yeah, All That's Left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was... We'll talk... I want to talk about that one later before we... Yeah. Su- surprise, surprise, folks. We're going to play that song later. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, It'd be better just to uh, give all the backstory to that one then, because mm-hmm. it's just such a perfect storm. Yes, it really is. Of, of two... Two separate, yeah. I'm not even gonna get into it because we can talk about that. Um, but yeah, so again, I I had something I was gonna say and I totally spaced it. But so excited to get back on stage, play some mm-hmm. new new material, get all that back mm-hmm. into it. So yeah, me too. Like like I said in the beginning of this, I uh, I can't wait to throw out some of these new songs and. Show people what we got, and you know, the after this, there will be more songs coming. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's what I was going <clears> to <throat> ask you. Or I was just still leaning on the music side of things. In the new year, what do you want to see from this band? Like, I think we all can collectively come to agreements yeah. on a lot of things, but I'm just curious what you particularly want to see this band do in this next year. We already talked about definitely playing more shows. Yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. that's a for sure thing. But I guess this what I'm thinking probably goes along with that. It will be inevitable because of that. I uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more recognition. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. Uh, and that and that and I think at some point it'd be cool if we put out whether it's an EP or maybe a, we have more than enough songs to release an album. Yeah, you know, to everybody to listen to and whenever, whenever's best. Yeah, no, I think I think recording is a must this year. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, in reality, looking back at last year and having only played four shows, I think we really dropped the ball on not recording then. Yeah, because now that we're in a position where we kind of are going to force ourselves to play more shows this year, just to counteract last year. Mm-hmm gonna make it a lot more difficult to have time to record yeah which i'm willing to do but we should have taken that extra downtime that we had and done it then yeah we should have but you know can't dwell on it we just gotta move forward and learn from it sure we'll be right no yeah for sure and and i'm down for an ep or just like even two or three singles yeah you know if we can do a full album i would sure love to do that but anything of record we got to get something Mm -hmm. like i don't even care if we do one new single we got to do something our our fans deserve it man we deserve it i mean we've been we've been working on this for a long time like i think we deserve the satisfaction of getting our voices out there getting our sound out there Mm -hmm. getting the the message out there and all that you know i think we've earned that so I agree. God, you'd think about it now. We're coming up on, uh, what is it, three, four-ish months away. We'll be coming up on four years. Jesus. When we got when we first got together. Mm-hmm. And started 
jamming in that horrific basement of mine. <laughs> <laughs> in the Dahmer basement? In the Dahmer basement. But yeah, that you're right. That was almost four years ago. Yes, it was. That's bananas. It is. I sit back and think about it. Like holy shit. And in August, it'll be the it'll be our three year from our mm-hmm. first show. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we played probably we probably jammed for a good nine months, ten, ten months before yeah. we actually had a sh- our first show. Yeah, I, I think didn't uh, didn't COVID ruin that for it us? It did. Yeah, it would have uh, been a lot sooner. It would have been nine or ten months, and then. COVID hit, and we just basically spent the next year writing. Pretty much, yeah. So, which was good, because then when we did play, we had a whole lot more songs to, to show everybody. Oh, yeah. No, and it, it really did tighten us up. And mm-hmm. I, Not to say we weren't ready then, but we were more ready oh, yeah. later. So, recordings, shows, adoration, or I won't want to say adoration, but more uh, recognition. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Here's one I'll add. Just to just in in the same thing for shows, at least one road show. That, that's where I was going to go next. Is it'd be cool to to make it outside of Billings to, you know, further our, our reach. <laughs> and that's where I think recordings is another nice thing to have because even even if we have one solid single, oh yeah, that can hit everywhere yeah and man. and we could Thousands even we could away. hand that out as like a qr code or something like that and be like here's mm-hmm. our song if you want to check it out people just scan it and boom mm-hmm. so or we can give out a physical cd which would be great mm-hmm. but the number one thing that people are going to ask us is where can we hear your music yeah and if we're like mm, sorry right here you just yeah, did you just did we have this one video on youtube <laughs> which is it's cool tri- it's cool but it's tr- kind of tricky to find, if I remember right. It is, yeah. So it would be nice to have something physical you can hand out and be yep. like, here's our stuff. Check yep. it out. So I think those are some good goals to have. Mm-hmm. And I meant I meant to uh, bring that up at the Christmas party, but Lucas wasn't here anyway, so. Yeah. I just wanted to like make sure we were all on the same page. Because I think one thing that's been kind of hurting us as far as getting some of those things done is lack of um keeping each other in not in check but in uh of motivating each yeah, other yeah. and just the if we all have the same goal and and vocalize and be like hey are we going to get some recordings done hey who who's getting a hold of a producer who's get you know who's who can we talk to and everybody's kind of proactively engaging yeah, in those goals doing their, their job for lack of a better term yeah well and if we just kind of keep talking about it amongst each other and bringing it up and making sure that we're all feeling that same way. Mm-hmm. It'll motivate us to do it, I think. And yeah, I think I agree. Cause every now and again, you know, we'd bring up, yeah, we got to do this. We got to do this. And, but it'd be like three weeks in between or one or two guys would discuss it. And then it would just kind of die out. Like right. if we all, yeah. yeah, it needs to be everybody. Yeah. If we all can kind of just give each other that push. Right. And we're all moving toward that same direction. I think we can get that done. Mm-hmm. I think it, we can easily get that done. Right. So, any personal New Year resolutions that you might be seeking out for this upcoming year? No, I'm not real big on on resolutions. To be honest with you, fair. Uh, it's it's for me. If you want to change something, there's no need to wait until the new year. Sure. Um, I'm not saying that it. You know, it, it, you shouldn't be thinking of, 
how you'd like to make this next year better than the previous year. But for me, it's just focusing on myself and continuing to uh, continuing to grow. You know, I've I, I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. I did that back in October. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do uh, is continue to, to stay sober and. Um, I know a lot of people aren't religious, but I've decided to be religious, and I, I would like to to get closer to to God and uh, continue to look for ways to to be a better man and a better father. Yeah, you know, outside of the band, just just mainly to be there for my daughter and my family. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely, and I th- I think a lot for some reason it seems like especially. In today's culture, religion gets such a bad name for mm-hmm. itself for whatever reason. I think it's just because it's like hokey or, or cheesy, maybe in a way, like to I some can, people. I can see how that would uh, people would feel that way. Hell, I used to feel that way. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I I went one I went from one to the other, mm-hmm. and now I'm more in the middle. Yeah. I'm not really religious, but I'm spiritual. Like yeah. I'm very spiritual, and um, in a way, I just don't subscribe to a specific religion. Mm-hmm. To say, you know, like I'm religious in this in the sense of I believe in something, yeah. but I just call that spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, the thing I'll say about religion and religion's favor is they all they have a good guide. Like every religion, in some way, has a good guidebook. Yeah. To leading a better life or leading a mm-hmm. positive life. You know? Yeah. Yep. And God, at least for me, for my journey, I've learned how important it is to, to reach out to people. Mm. You know, to not lock yourself uh, inside of your head. And your head's not your friend, man. If oh, you yeah. Lock yourself in, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure for sure. Yeah, it's it's you know. it can be a dark place in there, and the problem is you're, you're a you're your own worst critic. Yes. So you're gonna judge yourself harder than anybody else. Yep. Um, you're gonna your head likes to uh, come up with scenarios that are yep. aren't realistic. Yep. I've found uh, that and repeat them and add to them and repeat them. And yeah, yeah. Just a never-ending cycle. Yeah, and then and then. You know, you can block block those out with substances, mm-hmm. and that's a and bad thing. It to is. Do, it's man. it's a it's a yeah. You're you're it's, trading one bad for another. Yeah, almost a worse thing because for me, it's like alcohol will amplify all of those feelings, and you will fixate so much more on this one problem that maybe isn't even really a problem to begin with. Or you might, yeah, and you might spiral into even worse mm-hmm. emotional th- problems Correct. or or self. I mean, it self pity is such a huge thing yep. with alcohol. Like yep. it really makes you turn on yourself. Yes, it does. It, uh, it tears you and everything apart, man. That's. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's like, man, I uh, I really screwed up a lot of things with with my alcohol addiction. Sure, you know? I, I lost my family over the whole over the whole thing just is bad but i can't i can't sit there and fix on fixate on it you know i have to learn from it i 
I accept, you know, what's happening to me now and what I'm going through is a result of my addiction. And, well, uh, I mean, you're doing what you can do, man. Right? Like you're, you're, you can't fixate on the past because right. the past has happened. Right. You can but only, you can't close the door on it either. Sure. No, it's, you have to learn from it's it. It's a part of you. Mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. You have to know it's there and you just, you have to learn from it. And it seems to me you're doing what you, what you feel like is best for you mm-hmm. and only you know what's yeah. going to be best for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. You can't let anybody else guide you. No. This and is, you're going to get your life and your path to walk. Right. And you're going to get, you know, I'm sure you're going to get or have gotten several people who tell you. Yeah. This you know, is what you need to do. This is what you need yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you need to do. And in some ways, some ways are positive. Yeah. Well, and and even if they're positive or not, like not all positive routes are the right route for you. No. But no, you've got to pick and choose what what is best for you. And it's not bad that people are you know trying to just look out or trying to yeah. maybe help. But in the end, like you said, you have to be the one that mm-hmm. decides what you're gonna do. Yeah. What what doors do you open up and walk through? Yeah. And, so and some of them are going to be real hard to do, but you just got to remember why you're doing it and remember mm-hmm. that you're not alone. You know, it, that was that was a huge thing for me. That was a big eye opener. It's like, wow, there's other people that do this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the only one. Yeah, I mean, wow, there's a lot of people that actually do care about me. Oh, wow, my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that becomes easy to to forget when you're not you know yeah looking just, for that you just kind of that that was another thing too is you kind of lose sight of that too when when you're lost in in addiction mm-hmm. you kind of take everything for gratitude and and, and in another way it, for me alcohol like i said it, it changes the way you think the way you see you like you'll find a i'm gonna use quotation marks but a, a problem that wasn't really a problem to begin with. And alcohol, again, amplifies those feelings. It changes the way you think. You begin to fixate. That pours out in ways that you never intended for it to. Mm-hmm. And just your uh, alcohol, just it's evil, man. It wants everything from you. Yes, yeah, yeah, I mean. If you let it get away from you, it's... Sure. Well, and I trust me, I've seen it firsthand from... Yeah. I... I personally didn't start drinking until I was 23 because I was afraid of who I might become because like from what I had seen out of my family mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. And then of course I was like, well, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll roll the dice on does. that. And, and honestly, I, I'll say this in some ways I have found alcohol to get away from me from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Like I, no. I certainly have never enjoyed the feeling of being out of control. No. Not having control. Because I've always been, in lesser words, a control freak. Mm-hmm. At least with when it comes to, like, I need, I want to be able to make sure I'm safe. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, able to take care of a situation should one arise in a moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or drive home safe. Yeah. That's pretty important. Simple, just simple acts as driving and not only for myself, but for everybody else on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I've found, and that's why I do like the sober Octobers and stuff like that, just to remind myself that this thing doesn't control me. Yeah. Like I can 
live without it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I plan on really slowing down in January mm-hmm. because this whole last month kind of got away from me a little bit. Yep. I let I let myself indulge a little too much, yep. a little too much fun, and there's it, it sucks when you wake up in the like you know you had fun the night before, but when you oh, wake up dude, the next you're day, miserable as hell. Well, not just a hangover, but you're kind of just like, was it worth it? Yeah, you know, like even if it seemed fun at the time to wake up and I definitely have woken up with plenty of things I thought were stupid that I did said or. Yep. felt or whatever so get hyper emotional which mm-hmm. i guess for me personally because i'm such a i'm very i'm very closed off to my emotions and to like vocalizing my feelings yeah, a lot of times no, that's me too man and in some ways that is one thing i do like about alcohol at least in the sense of it does make me feel more vulnerable mm-hmm. and Obviously, there's better solutions to find to getting to that. Get that, that. Yeah, but um, therapy's not cheap. No, <laughs> and a thirty it's rack not. is decent. But anyway, like that is one thing I I do enjoy is being able to open up my emotional doors. And I guess, like I said, that's just one way I found was able. I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not no, advocating in any way, shape, too. or form. You know, for people to use that as a method. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you let it get away from you, that's, that's when it is bad. Yeah, no, it's real bad. It destroys a lot. Yeah, no. And you see it and hear about Mm -hmm. it all the time and yet it's still legal. I know. You know, but I mean, everybody has a choice though. True. I I don't know. I, I can remember, you know, when I was going, we know when I was in the middle of it, especially towards the end, I, uh. I knew I had a problem, and I I wanted out. I wanted to talk to somebody, but I I never did, and I I wish I would have. But then I don't I don't even know how to had I have talked to somebody then had it have really done anything. I I think for me to do what I'm doing now, I it had to happen the way it did. I had to i had to have that desperation to motivate me to to do something and feel like i had no place else to go than to than to break those chains sure you know well it sounds like you're learning more than just how to be sober oh yeah dude by far um and it's definitely not just from you know going to going to meetings or anything like that but it's just uh the multitude of different places I'm pulling information from, you know, the church, my meetings, counselors. Um, That's a big one. Just, yeah. Counselors are huge. And there's, I mean, there are free counselors and most churches have them. And I, I really like the guys at, uh, at harvest. Oh, is that where you've been going? That's where I've been going. The one in the Heights? The one in the Heights. I used to, I, I love that church and, I used to go uh, there every night. There, so. um, I was part of a mentoring group, yeah. and the family that was mentoring me went there, and so mm-hmm. I'd go there pretty frequently for a good portion of my childhood. It's a nice church. Yeah, yeah. Just, just doing that, and see, I got a ton of books too that I read like a nerd, <laughs> multiple times a day, usually in the morning. That and meditation, and big, big, big meditation's huge, and. 
for your mental health, for your yeah. clarity. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's amazing. I, oh, God. Just the amount, of, I don't know, what am I trying to say here? How, how clear your mind is, you know, after months and months of being sober and learning all the new information, how it, how it tweaks and changes your mind and changes your thoughts and what you can see now, if that makes any sense. You look back into the past and you look at situations you went through and think about how you could have handled them differently. And well, and you really probably can see, you can see more clearly that the alcohol had more to do with the way you behaved yeah, most most when you weren't of a clear mind. Yeah, most all of my problems that happened were alcohol fueled. Hmm. Well, I mean, at least you've you were able to not only realize that that was what was causing some issues, mm-hmm. but you were you know bold enough to make a stand and do something mm-hmm. about it. Because there's plenty of people who recognize they have a problem mm-hmm. but the first step to fixing a problem is admitting it that's correct and you can you can tell yourself all day you know you can admit to yourself mm-hmm. but once you you know i guess you do have to like accept it to yourself it's one thing to say it it's another thing to accept it yep yeah and accept it as reality mm-hmm. because then you can move forward yeah and... then then you now you have a guide now you have a map mm-hmm you can you can follow you have a sense of direction to go and then you can come up with a you know a plan to to beat it sure to make something better i'll say this um when i experienced a similar situation and oh man i i can only say for and it's been a while since since i so it's hard for me to really recollect those feelings but I just remember thinking that um, it, it was just one of the most like tumultuous times in my mind, like just mm-hmm. the battle. And I went the other way, you know. I I dealt with it by drinking more mm-hmm. and by just drowning my sorrows away. And yep. And uh, so you, at least you're you know you're confronting your problems. Mm-hmm. With a solution, right? No, 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 I've I've done that before too. Like mm-hmm. you just said, I've I've tried burying down my problems with uh, with alcohol, and it just makes makes the situation worse, man. You don't eat, you don't give your chance, give yourself a chance to recover. Yeah, not really, because you you're just again you're amplifying everything that happened to you. All those feelings, you're just piling them on top of each other, and you're just locked inside of this cage mm-hmm. that you built for yourself yeah you're not you're not giving yourself time to reflect yeah you're you're shutting all that off yep. and um there's so i i know for a fact i've i've been able to like look back and uh before all that went down for me versus today that was a very that was a turning point yeah. for me like in in some ways good and in some ways not. The good being I learned a lot from that experience. I learned just a lot about myself. I learned a lot about people mm-hmm. and and 
you know, what's important and what's, you know, certain things like that. But I, I, I lost. Like, there's a part of me that got lost that I've never been able to get back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was just because of the devastation mentally, the toll I took, the, the amount of self hatred I had, Mm -hmm. or the amount of, you know, beating myself down or, or just my anger to the world. You know, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't tell what it was that broke me and wasn't, and I haven't been able to fix, but like, I feel, I felt like I was funnier back then. I felt like I was more outgoing, more motivated. And not to say I'm none of those things now, but I'm not to what I was then. Yeah, you're different. Inevitably different. Right. It changed me, for mm-hmm. sure. And, like, I'm still trying to get back to that, to where I felt more free. And, like, I now I feel like I care about... I care too much what everybody thinks because I don't want to rub people the wrong way. I don't want to hurt anybody's mm. feelings. Not to say that I want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right, right. But I'm... You want to create a decent image. Yeah, and I, and I also want to... But I also want to kind of get back to that, like, no fucks. You yeah. know? Where it's like, I can feel free to express myself without feeling like I'm stepping on somebody's toes. Because mm-hmm. inevitably, you're going to step on somebody's toes oh, yeah. no matter what you do. You, you can't please everybody. No. But I have this weird mindset now where I feel like I have to please everybody. And so, therapy is 100% on the table for me. And mm-hmm. it needs to be, because I think that would help a lot. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you have insurance, right? I do. Great news! Our insurance pays for that therapy. What? You just got to pay the co the copay, the twenty five dollar, thirty dollar copay, and bam, blew your mind, huh? <laughs> well, twenty twenty two could have been a whole lot different if I knew that information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's true. I made those phone calls before I ever went, and yeah. Wow, I did not even remotely think <clears throat> about. And I and I barely ever use my health insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's really good to know. Actually, that that might be something. Well, that I'm glad to know that honestly because that might be something mm-hmm. I really push for this year. Mm-hmm. It's very very helpful, man. Because they the those guys, of course, they make you feel welcome, and that's the biggest thing when you're going into a room like that to talk about things that you don't talk about with anybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're really good at helping you to see. You know, they they don't beat you down, but they just kind of shine a light over here where you weren't looking before, whatever your situation might be, and help you to see what you've been missing this whole time. You're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You're absolutely right. Okay. Now I feel like I can do this a little bit easier. Yeah, well, I I feel like I've made, like, some decent personal observations about myself, but I feel like they don't stick because... I'm not having the, like, somebody else isn't making those observations about me. Mm-hmm. So it's not making me want to change or, yeah. or want to at least accept some of the things that I've, I've, like, discovered about myself. Yeah. Or my past and why things, why I feel the way I do about certain things. Because mm-hmm. if you can get closure on things, you can let it go. Yeah, you can let it go and you can move on and you can grow. Right. And that's what I ultimately want. Yeah. So, but man, I am, I am glad that you're, to taking what the steps that you have been to get to Thank where you. you think you or to where you want to be yeah. and what you think is going to help you out. 
And I, hey, you know what? I'll say this right now. I'm proud of you. Like Thank I'm you. proud that you've been able to to do this, mm-hmm. and you know you're not alone in this. No. Like you got friends, family. Yeah, and I think that should be said too for anybody that might be listening to this. Is we've all been in that situation where you needed help. You knew yourself you needed help. You mm-hmm. knew you had a problem. You knew you needed to do something about it, but you didn't. You didn't know how to express your feelings, and you didn't know how to reach out for help, or maybe you were afraid. Um, but just do it. Just just reach out. There's a whole team out there, uh, a whole army you'll have behind you that's, that's right there with you that's going through the same struggles that will help guide you uh, through your darkness. Well, and honestly, if if you were to reach out to somebody and like try and express your struggles and how to fix it and stuff, and they weren't receptive, mm-hmm. are they really your friend or yeah, somebody you, you want to have in your life? Yeah, like, no. I mean, if somebody's really going to sit here, and if somebody was going to sit here and be like, oh, fuck it, just keep drinking, you know? It's like, they're not yeah. helping you. And that's another thing, too, is you, you'll learn pretty quickly who you can keep around yeah you know once you uh start to clear your mind and start to you know decide to break away from that old way of living sure there are some people you have to come off you know and, and not just people but the, of course there's those voices in your head you've got to decide which ones you can keep alive yeah no that's a real thing too for sure the demons the demons yeah speaking on that since you are talking about like we've talked or you said you're getting into religion yeah and into the spiritual side of things mm-hmm. uh, take me through that a little bit just take me through your little your journey on that um well it's how i got there was pretty much the same thing like i said i, I had lost my family over it and i just kind of gave up one day i was just hurting really bad and and just kind of threw my hands up and said okay god i i I'm giving up. I'm giving my life to you. My way of doing things isn't working. Um, it's caused me nothing but pain and misery. I've given my life to you to, to guide me. And ever since then, I've been praying uh, a whole lot more. I meditate a whole lot more. Uh, I read the Bible every day, multiple times a day. Um, in, in fact, if I'm not reading my other books, I'll at least read my Bible. Um, and then I just made a point that, you know, every Sunday is, it's daddy-daughter day to begin with, but our new daddy-daughter date is church every Sunday. That's something that her and I will do that I think is a very positive thing for her and I to do. Yeah, for sure. So, but that's, I guess, the, the real extent of it. And like I said, I've reached out to, to counselors and dealt with them, but um, there's always, what, what I enjoy about church is again it's the same thing that you, you find out that you're not alone in community daily struggles uh, and how you feel about yourself in life or, or so to speak there's others there fighting that same battle with you you know um, there's always something to uh something that you can pick out of each of each sermon that really hits you it's just well, god speaking through the uh pastor up there and, and it just hits you like you almost feel like you were standing up there staring at him, like you know you and I are right now having yeah. a conversation with him. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> well, and for anybody who who um, 
you know, mocks people who, because I've I've been guilty of this too in my past. You know, mocks people who who are ab, ab, hardcore religious or or really devout devout religious. Anybody who like mocks that and like looks at that in a down down way, just because it's not for you doesn't mean somebody else isn't getting something out of out it. Of it yeah. Like everything, every little thing that you're not interested or into or get something from, somebody does. Yeah. Or it wouldn't exist. Absolutely. So it's like same with the other way around. Like the things that anybody who would mock that gets something out of, whether it's music or uh art or just hobbies whatever mm-hmm. it might be not everybody ha- gets that no not everybody understands what you understand so it just it it kind of bugs me when people mock that because people are there getting something out of it now granted you get the people who don't who are just like showing up just to like Got to make that check off the list, you know, whatever, you know. People aren't really putting themselves into it. But who knows? Maybe they're still getting some out of it. I think there's something for everybody. Just, I mean, (laughs) just like our music, how we feel about that. Yeah. There's something for everybody. Of course, yeah. In religion. Not everybody's going to enjoy what we're doing. We do, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And those people who like what we're doing, they like it. That's what matters. Yeah. I'm not sitting here trying to convince, yeah, you know. The world, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to convince the the uh, country community to come on board and think <laughs> that we're like the shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. That's funny. But yeah, the uh, I went to church on Christmas Eve. And I do take something away, mm-hmm. every, even though I'm not devout in, in going. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I do. I am spiritual. I believe in a God. I'm not going to sit here and say any one true God. I believe there is a God. There is somebody that we, um, an overall, like a power. Mm-hmm. There's a power that we all tap into the frequency of. And I call it God. Yeah, I do too. You know, and whether it's somebody or, you know, a, a physical force that we can, well, I don't know if it's a physical force, but you know what I mean? It's hard to explain. It's, it's a spiritual force. Exactly. I mean, you can feel it. You can feel it, yeah. And honestly, every time I've kind of like gone to church and felt um, some kind of message or something like that, you feel, you really yeah, feel you it. You feel that message, yeah. Yeah. It and that's you. the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I believe in all that stuff, for sure. The, uh, the one in, at uh, the Christmas one. They were actually talking about fathers, which was crazy, okay? Like, because I just lost mine not too long ago. My buddy Pow, who is sitting right next to me, he never knew his dad. Um, and he's and the basically the message was talking about how God gave his son, and they were talking about like the father son Mm -hmm. relationship, things like that. And um, I can't exactly remember the full message off the top of my head, but. Man, I was just sitting there like, Jesus, he's just talking right to me. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how that how that happens, man. Yeah. No, that one that one struck me pretty well and just talking about, yeah, giving gifts during Christmas time and that God gave his the greatest gift, mm-hmm. his son. 
or him in flesh, right? Is that mm-hmm. how they? Yeah, him in flesh. Yeah. There's some cool stuff with religion, I will say. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still learning. I've I've never read the Bible before until now. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, what was your uh, if you had any prior engagement with the church or with any kind of religion at all before? Uh, I I did briefly. My uh, girlfriend at the at the time uh, when I it was when I was in high school. Her 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 mother wouldn't let me date her. Uh, unless I went to church with him, oh, so I okay. did it. Okay, <laughs> uh, see, so so yeah. that's one of those examples where you're yeah. just showing up for yeah, alternative purposes. But, but even then, though, I still felt messages hit me while I was there. Is like, I don't know. The more I went, the more I could feel and pull from each service. You know, I don't know how to explain I get it. it I get it. So it was a positive thing, and it did. I didn't realize it then, but at the time, it did open the door for me to connect with. God, um, because I, you know, I could hear his voice even then, but it's not, I don't, I want to say it's, it's not anything like now, now it's. Well, because you're trying to tap into it closer. Yeah, I think that's, that's the, that's the case. Not only are you trying to make that connection, like you're actively trying to. Absorbing. Yeah, but. Your focus, I mean, that's your goal, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's going to make it easier for you to. And you understand it, I think, more. You're, you're definitely you're, more mature. Or you're understanding to, it more yeah. as you learn about it and as you become closer to it. You're yeah. learning more about it, so. Yeah, definitely it, able now, anyway, to, to take that information and actually understand it and do something with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, that always kind of confirmed my spiritual suspicions was in death, I've always felt, you know, so I've always been afraid of death, right? And then in, uh, when, when dealing with death, sometimes, some, some point in there, there's comfort. Like, I, I somehow find comfort, and I feel this overwhelming relief of, like, something, like, it's okay. Like, this yeah. is okay. Like, it sucks, but it's like getting touched by the spirit in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that this, you know, there's more to this. Yeah, I mean, God, for me, my... uh my I was really close to my grandmother growing up, and she passed away. I think in twenty, I want to say it was twenty fifteen when she mm. finally passed away. But um, it was just like what what you're saying. It, it hurt. It sucked. But even till this day, I still I still feel feel her. Yeah, you know, and, and it's just like her way of letting me know that everything's okay. She's she's okay and still she's here. Still here with me. Yeah. So that makes me feel good, you know? Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I've come to realize that death is not anything to be afraid of because, for one, we all have to go through it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that everybody has in common. And in reality, we don't 
it's not like we have to die. We get to die mm-hmm. because we got to live. Yeah. You know, it's like living is a miraculous thing in itself. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're, I mean, when you can go as deep as like the fact that everything it had to be perfect for the earth to exist and for us to be able to live on this earth and be, you know, multicellular organisms and to breathe the oxygen, like everything in our universe had to be perfect in order for us to exist. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we were born, like for us at least, we were born in the most technological time, the most advanced time, theoretically the most peaceful time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what what a miracle in itself to have been able to do this. So we get to live. So in the end, it's like, I'm, I'm starting to look at death. Like, Oh no, I don't have to die. I get to die, which is like, it's the closing chapter of this miracle. That was my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking forward to death. No, no, I don't think (laughs) anybody does, (laughs) but it's something I'm, I'm, becoming less afraid of because i think that's how you should look at it because think about Mm -hmm. think about all the possible people that never got that you know yeah we're taking way too soon. way too soon yeah it's like that's how i'm gonna look at it from now on it's like i get to do that yeah i get to do something that's that many people probably never got to Mm -hmm. or like many possibilities of people Never got to. Yeah. Because, like, there's... I think they. I heard some statistic on, like, the amount of people that have existed in history. Like, they can kind of roughly estimate. And when you think about that versus, like, the amount of time of the universe and, like... all There's this whole math equation. Basically, it came down to, like, you... Hu- humanity barely exists mm-hmm. as it is. So the fact that we do... Is just something we need to treasure in itself. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, every day is a gift. It really is, man. So, and and I and going back to the the spiritual thing, we're more than just flesh. Like there is a spirit. Yeah, yeah. and this is only temporary. Mm-hmm. And we we can tap into that. And meditation is a big thing for tapping into that. Mm-hmm. You know, you become closer to yourself you become closer to the universe yeah you become more aware yeah for sure so and you're you're outdoorsy on top of everything and getting getting out outdoors really Mm -hmm. makes you closer to that oh yeah it it amplifies all those feelings and i'll be honest i mean i have been slacking in that department on getting out and being outdoorsy but that, that will be one of my goals is to to get back into that, you know, to find other positive outlets mm-hmm. rather than, you know, cracking open a can. Well, I mean, I'm not a nature guy myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've expressed that to you pretty well, yeah. like you and everyone else. I hate nature, but <laughs> I get I get the benefits of it. I understand yeah. why it's beneficial, mm-hmm. but it does want to kill you. It does want to kill you. And I'm not but... trying to hasten the process of dying. <laughs> right, right. It, I, I was going to say this too. 
In addition, though, you do look healthy as shit. I, yeah, man, I have, I dropped so much weight to, just to start, and I haven't worked out. I've, I've maybe worked out four or five times since mm-hmm. this whole thing. But no, I, I, when I quit, I was 255 pounds. I weighed myself this morning. I'm 216 pounds. Damn. So that's significant. That's a pretty decent amount of weight just gone, just like that. And I'm, I should push just a little bit harder. It doesn't have to be like a, a substantial workout, so to speak, or a really intense workout, but just enough. And I bet you even more weight would just fall off. And then, you know, next thing that comes is some stronger muscles, you know, increasing my strength and my endurance. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Really, you're doing it the right way because you kind of want to drop the weight first yeah. and then focus on toning and maintaining. Yeah. But you're kind of doing it the right way, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I, mean, I definitely would recommend getting more into the exercise aspect of it, which is something I need to do. Yeah, because... I think everybody struggles with that. It's, uh, what, what does Joe Rogan say? Facing your inner bitch. Yep. I... I... <laughs> Love that saying. Yeah, and me too. I, it's so true. I do. I, I say that to myself. I'm just like, get over your inner bitch. Like, yep. you're being a bitch. Get yep. in the gym. Right. And it works. Yeah. Yeah, when you start talking to yourself like that, you're like, fuck, you ain't no bitch. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to prove myself wrong here. <laughs> Any uh, same dietary side of um, things or kind of change that up a little too? Or I guess You I'm, never really had a bad diet that much though, right? Well, I, I did. Um, and I can't say my diet's all that great now, but yeah, I, I'm more aware of, I want, I don't, I don't necessarily count calories, but I'm more aware of what I'm taking in now and, uh, carbs too. Like my diet Ooh. used to be carbs, carbs, and more carbs. Like, That's the number one. All the bread, all the pasta. <laughs> I get that. I love all that stuff. Me too. But no, I, I don't really eat. I'm not saying I cut them out completely because I certainly have not, but I do, I don't eat them as much as I used to. But you cook a lot too, though. Yeah, I've. Have you been still cooking? Pr- I cook occasionally. I don't cook near as often. It went from me cooking. Well, I don't know. Almost. I don't want to say every day out of the week, but at least five or six times out of the week. Now I might cook once or twice out of the week. Oh, sometimes okay. three. But most of the time now it's uh, wraps. Uh, well, I love wraps. Wraps man. are good. Wraps are good. Uh, and then rice with different veggies. And I love chicken. It's chicken. usually always chicken that's in it. But there's so much you can do with just those two ingredients that kind of keep things not so bland. monotone. That's mm-hmm. what I want to say. Yeah, bland. I guess that's a lot of it too. It's just cutting out a whole lot of the carbs that I used to take in. There's this. There's a demon because they're so good. So good. Yeah, I used to make pasta like crazy, and I pizza man it used to be pizza <laughs> all the time, and I and I got into making pizza, so it was like my pizza addiction was just as bad as my alcohol. Addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to Pizza Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, just just cutting out the, the carbs and trying to be more aware of what I'm actually putting into my body has significantly helped. 
Oh, and that'll make you feel I'm that's just more positivity adding yeah. to your mental, physical health, and that's yeah. just gonna be productive moving into all that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah. I'm gonna those sober Octobers, man, those are some of the best I've ever felt. They're big eye openers, man. It is huge like, eye openers. I need to probably just maintain that, but yeah. There's nothing wrong with doing it every once in a while, as long as you can, you know, keep limits on yourself. For sure. Then you can do it. Yeah, discipline. You gotta be disciplined. Discipline is a good way to put it. I, uh, I am like a whole lot of others where I don't have those limits. You know, one to me is just, that's just getting started. Hell, two is like, like the same thing. Even three sometimes is like, all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we're ready to maybe start, you know, it's, it's just not good. Sure. It's better, it's better for me and others to, to just, uh, just not. For sure. Well, you want to play some music? Yes, I do. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. All right. We are going to sing, we're going to perform, uh, our song, All That's Left. This song is interesting because... Like the way we came up with it is the, one of the more unique ones, I would say, because I had written this song way prior to even being in Cutthroat, mm-hmm. like years before, a couple years before Cutthroat. Um, and I had actually written this song about a breakup. Um, it's kind of just about dealing with any kind of heartache. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be about a breakup, it could be about. I guess it is kind of more specifically about that. If if that, you know, yeah, the lyrics... It's just about grieving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, Drew was just fiddling on the guitar one time, and yeah. I was like, that yeah. sounds really good. Yeah, and I had that riff nailed down, I don't know, years, probably at least two or three years, I've been noodling with that at home by myself in my room or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like... Like, hey, I got this riff. Hey, I got these lyrics. Yeah, I was well. You started playing, and I was just trying to kind of fit fit it in there, and I had to adjust a little bit, but it ended up just working so perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, um, fairly befitting. Let's mm-hmm. let's uh. But, uh, yeah, I would go as far as to say it's, it's one of our best songs that we have. Yeah, and it just it was like meant to be. Yeah, we didn't write it to like we technically we did write it together. We we perfected it. Mm-hmm. We put our pieces together and made it work. But just the fact that you had that already in your your bank. Yeah. I had this song kind of just waiting in the wings and then just lo and behold they matched up beautifully. Mm-hmm. And uh and in reality it's the best song we could possibly do in an acoustic form. Absolutely. Like I don't think we have there isn't another song that we could do acoustically. I mean we could, but but not to not like to this, this level. Yeah, this is like this can be done perfectly in both forms. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, to the lost, or not to the lost? <laughs> Did I say that the first time? No, 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 no. no. Uh, all that's left. We played to the lost uh, on the cut third episode. So, if you want to go listen to that, you can go do that too. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, all that's left.
Trying to be everything you wanted But then it turned to gray The fire's burned out from where it started With ashes in the way You'll find me sitting in green Nothing to do Nothing here left to lose This is all I have left to give I promise the world And offered my life then you turn it away for him Nothing to say And all that's left is me Never meant to take you for granted But that'll take the blame The tide is rising over my head Drowning in the shade And you'll find me living with guilt All of these pills All of this pain to kill This is all I have left to give I promise the world And my life then you turn it away for him With nothing to say And all that's left is me This is all I have left again I promise the world And I've my life Then you turn it away for him With nothing to say And all that's left is me And all that's left is me
slammed his mahay. Nice. That was good. Probably messed up the. T- I, I probably messed <laughs> up the timing there at the end, but. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> it's all good. There was one small little split second where I I hit a couple of sour notes, but they weren't like they didn't catch everybody's attention. I don't think not enough to ruin it's, it. It's gonna pick up Justin's attention. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, no. I mean, my part on the chorus and my part at the end, you know. But it's hard when it's like we're used to doing it with the whole band, and then you switch it up. Yeah, I know. So but that is, I don't know. I think it's badass though that. You and I can do this. Yeah, and we'll... I think once we do it on stage, too, it'll just be like something else cool that we can do to show everybody. Absolutely, and we'll practice it more and more. By the way, just so everyone's clear, this is only the... We only practice this like one or two times before actually doing this. This is true. So, as far as just doing it acoustically, that's our excuse for our... For any mess-ups that we may have yeah, had. for our mediocrity. Yeah, <laughs> so... But hope you guys enjoyed that. Like, that was a, that was fun. That you was know. good. Here, I'm gonna... Just... Wait. Back to where they can hear you a little bit. Okay. You can hang out on the guitar. La, 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 la. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, thank you. That'll be fine. You can just lay it right there. It should be good. Okay. Maybe. We'll go right here. Yeah, that's better. There we go. Good girl. <laughs> Cool, cool. Hello. Right on, man. That was fun. That was fun. <clears throat> Only the second... Yeah, you were involved in both musical performances on the show. I was. Yeah. Like, I've had other people bring guitars mm-hmm. and just fiddle on the guitar. Mm-hmm. You you played some guitar. I did, I did that, too, on the, the first one I ever did for you. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as getting to sing, too. Yeah. Cool. That was fun. Yeah, that's a good song, man. I that's a deep song. Yes, it is. Very deep emotion, and I mean, not to try and bring this up again, but like, it's just here's another like crazy, uh, similar, um, full circle type thing. You came up with that riff. I came up with those lyrics and the melody, completely separate. Like before we even knew each other, mm-hmm. and then like, I I kind of told myself. I questioned whether I even wanted to to use that song because I had since passed those emotions. I had been gotten over how I felt during that time. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I was like, you know what? No, because even though those lyrics don't really mean anything to me now, that's ex- that they expressed everything I felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. And somebody else is going to feel somebody that. Somebody else will feel it too. Somebody else will need that to help them. Right. Yeah. And then you going through some of the stuff you've gone through, it's like, it's just, it's like connective tissue. You know, it's like, it's now I feel like I even more so am glad I did that because it's like. Well, now you can help people. Well, yeah. And like people can relate and they understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, people have gone through this, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and. There's no better way to to express yourself in a song than to take from real life emotion, yeah, and absolutely. so that's why that song is just so deep and means so much because it's like all the things I felt in those moments, even though I don't feel them the way I did now. Then 
or now that I did then, mm-hmm. it's still there. Like the, yeah. the powerful message is still there. Mm-hmm. So probably one of our deeper songs, if I had to say. Yes. It's a good one. I like doing that with the whole band too, though. It might be kind of interesting to incorporate both. I'm wondering if we could do it like to the first half acoustic and then so so it'd be like the first verse and then the first chorus all acoustic and then coming into the verse or into the second verse then like the drums kind of roll in oh, that'd be good. with the bass and you know my uh i haven't screwed around with it very much but there is an acoustic setting on my amp head uh-huh. that will make the electric sound pretty close and it doesn't sound exactly like an acoustic but pretty close i wonder if we can't get one of those setups you know where like the guitar is stationary mm-hmm. and then you just have your oh, guitar yeah, I've seen those already on you and you just play the acoustic mm-hmm. and then you can go back to the electric yeah that that'd be kind be of cool that'd probably because then you get the more <clears throat> authentic acoustic feel yeah the the actual sound and yeah what well, the feel yeah i guess that's exactly we might have to perfect. look to do that in the march show that might be kind of fun I can't imagine they cost too much to get one of those. Stands. Lucas might even have one. <laughs> he, he probably does. Or, or maybe somebody we me. know has one. We can ask Chris too. Mm-hmm. He has so many fun little gadgets. Yes, he does, and he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So, or maybe Aaron knows somebody who has one. Mm-hmm. Rather than having to go out and buy one, if we're just going to use it for like a song. Yeah. yeah, I suppose you put it that way. It does sound kind of silly to go out and buy one. Maybe down the road. It would be cool to have. It would be cool to have. Because then, then you could do it. Even if you could just do the, uh, the you know, look what I could do. <laughs> yeah, right? For sure. We might have to look into that after this. Mm-hmm. Just to see what they do cost. But yeah, that'd be fun, man. That'd be way cool. Well, shall we uh, wind this bad boy down? Huh? Let's do it. All right. Well, you know how I like to end these things. You've done it once before, I think. I don't think we did this the first time you were on. Maybe we did. Maybe. I don't remember. Positive or motivational message from the guest to the audience? I would say no matter no matter how hard things are or how alone you think that you are, just remember that you're not. There's a whole army out there for you uh, that will support you and direct you and take your hand and pull you out and help make sure you get to the other side. Just don't give up. Stay strong, be true to yourself, and continue to grow. You'll get there. I like it, man. That's it's about as good as it gets, for mm-hmm. real. Like, yeah, you gotta... I like that, be true to yourself. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to want to fit in, yeah, or want to... Please everyone else. Yeah, or want to... Or even struggle with who you are or who you think you are, who you think you want to be. Mm-hmm. When you realize you got to be the person you are when nobody's around. Mm-hmm. Yep. In public. And then you got to accept, you know, accept who you are. We're not all going to be, I, I have totally struggled with this from time to time. Like wanting to be something I'm not. Yeah. Like whether that's athletic you know, that's something you're just gifted with, athleticism. But I've always wanted to be an athlete in certain senses. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's certain areas I can dabble that in. But it's like, 
or I've wanted to be more, I wish I was more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like quick witted, you yeah, know? Yeah. I deal with that too. And that's a hard, that. you can't really learn that. No, you can't. But it's like, it's something I want so desperately. I want to be that like quick, funny, just like, and every now and again you get a good quip in, but you mm-hmm. wish that was always. Yeah. You wish there was more constant. And then, but, but you just got to accept who you are, you know, like you just got to accept this is who I am mm-hmm. yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up for your shortcomings. Right. You know, it's just, it's a part of you and who you are as a person. Yeah. And there's things about you that are uniquely you that other people can't do, that other people wish they were. Yep. Like guitar playing or singing, mm-hmm. you know? So just got to enjoy who we are. Correct. Yeah, and don't ever give up. Nothing's ever worth giving up on. No. No, no. It's just what you're going through is temporary. Mm-hmm. Things will get better as long as you continue to do the work to... to Get yourself there. They will get better. Yeah. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Be determined. Don't fall into a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Do not isolate. Yeah. That's big. Isolation one is huge. Don't, 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 don't reach out to anybody. <laughs> I mean, if we know each other and we had, you know, you have my number, reach out to me. Anytime you're feeling down, reach out to me and I will, I will be there to lend you a hand. Same here. And, Help you, help you get through it. But, but if whether it's your mom or your dad or your best friend, your aunt, your uncle, your acquaintance, even just some of you feel confident yeah. and confiding in, or yeah, reach out. Because even that's just big. Just, just to vocalize what you're yeah, going through. It's huge. But I assure you, you are not the only one fighting battles, and they will, they will help you. They will, uh, they will help hold you up when you feel like you can't. Absolutely. Right on, brother. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Do appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. I always enjoy being here. Yeah, this was a fun one, man. This was a, I think we made some real good... We had a good conversation. We had a good talk. We had powerful, powerful messages. Mm-hmm. And some good music. And some good music. <laughs> and if you all want to hear more of that good music, Saturday, this Saturday, September 7th, 7 o'clock, Craft Local. September. September. Did I say September? What is the matter with me? <laughs> January. I haven't even been drinking either. I swear to God, uh, in the intro, you, I said it right. You smell that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm glad you heard it. Uh, January 7th, this Saturday at Craft Local, we'll be playing alongside Pressure Knot, uh, Juniper Black. Yeah, Juniper mm-hmm. Black and My Last Dime. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to hear those two. I have not heard those two live yet. So Me neither. So that'll be fun. So come on down. Support us. We might have new t-shirts. And uh, follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Follow yes. the band Cutthroat. And follow Drew, too. He sends you funny things in the DMs. <laughs> funny. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe something special. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Make sure... To never forget, life's a garden. Dig it. See you guys. If you got it, if you got it.